Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, Donald Trump's lawyers confirm his third indictment could come at any moment. But don't worry, Sam Bankman-Fried gets some of his charges dropped. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today, after a meeting with special counsel Jack Smith's office, President Donald Trump's lawyers have confirmed that the former president will be indicted for the events that occurred on January 6, 2021, or what the DOJ says was his attempt to subvert the results of the 2020 election. You know, the election in which the most popular, most amazing president, Joe Biden, definitely received 81 million votes in the safest and most secure election of all elections of all time ever. Isn't it also ironic, the Department of Justice interfering in an election by charging a man for interfering in an election? The very same DOJ who planned to give Joe Biden's son Hunter a get-out-of-jail-free card, a sweetheart deal giving Hunter near immunity for any future charges that was so unconstitutional and so unusual that the judge had no choice but to deny it. That same DOJ all of a sudden gets tough. No one is above the law, they say. Well, in completely unrelated news, the DOJ has also dropped campaign finance charges against crypto con man and major Democrat donor Sam Bankman-Fried, a man who was accused of using his now defunct company FTX to scam unsuspecting customers out of millions of dollars and then funnel those funds to Biden and the Democrats in the same 2020 election. So a man who illegally interfered in the 2020 election, who also happened to be the second largest donor to the Democrats and who also personally donated at least $5.2 million to Biden's campaign, just poof, has his charges dropped just like that. Well, to be fair, the DOJ is very busy. They've got a lot going on, what with indicting Biden's political opponent to prevent him from running, and they just don't have time to deal with Hunter or Sam or conveniently anyone who either has the last name Biden or is positively affiliated with a person who has the last name Biden. And shame on you for thinking otherwise. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Buyans, a Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, also joined by Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, um, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts as well as on Blaze TV. Um, you know, I don't know why you guys are just so cynical all the time, thinking that there's a two-tiered justice system. They're, the DOJ is just very, very busy mm. trying to scour through every moment of President Trump's life and the best they can come up with is like, well, you had some papers in your bathroom and, uh, you know, you held a rally on January 6th and you can't do that. You simply can't do that. And so, I mean, you know, it's there's only 24 hours in a day, gentlemen. You can only imagine in, at the height of the Venezuelan crisis, right, or any regime that just implodes. We call those banana republics. Well, in that banana republic, you would have the guy that runs a Ponzi scheme a crypto Ponzi scheme and funnels and robs from the American people. This is how little they think about the American people. He robs and steals from the American people, funnels it to this, I don't know, uh, 
president, if you can call it that, in campaign, and he gets these charges dropped, and that's celebrated, and cocaine in the White House. I mean, it is the, it's the circus show, oh, yes. like Venezuela was, but you're going to go after the one guy continuously who arguably on a policy level was one of the strongest we've ever had. Right? Yes, personal, personally he had issues, and sure, he likes to be liked, but you, I am at a point now where I'm starting to ask, how much time do we have left, Pat, before what we talk about here and what's discussed at the kitchen table becomes self-evident in public, where something drastic happens, like an economy collapses, or China, after two weeks from now with the BRICS summit, announces, guess what? We're now fully digital, mm -hmm. and the American dollar is a zero, and Everybody's joining the BRICS coalition, now Mexico included. I mean, something like that, unfortunately, I think is going to wake the American people up. But then it's so late. It's so far down the road. So I don't know if we can wait until the next election before we start steadying the ship. Yeah, I mean, think about how much has happened in such a short time, to Yaku's point. Um, mm -hmm. it, does, it does sort of feel like uh, the next election is forever away. Yeah. It, uh, and is anybody else getting sick of hearing about January 6th? Oh I gosh. have had my fill of yes. it. Yes. If that was an insurrection, we're really bad at it, aren't we? <laughs> Conservatives oh. are really, really bad at Do insurrections. Do you find it odd that they would plan this whole insurrection oh. and an overturning of an election and they yeah. forgot to bring their guns? Right. Yeah. Oops. Huh. And never overturn wow. the election. They didn't over, overthrow they the government. Did, to Pat's point, they're just really bad at it. <laughs> and they just delayed the inevitable for what, two hours, mm -hmm. three hours? It still happened it that, still day, happened that day. Just a little bit later. How can you charge Donald Trump for anything on that day? When he asked people, he did ask them to, yes. to be peaceful. Yes. Uh, it, they've played audio of it, video of it. I mean, there's evidence. I, what do you... What do you charge him with? But at the same time, a Ray Epps, who's on camera, mm -hmm. yeah, literally coercing yeah. students, and some students even say, nah, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want to go in. He goes, no, you're going in. That guy walks. Right. Yeah, well, apparently. Him and Friedman can walk, yeah. Hunter can walk. Mm-hmm. So I want to play um, how the mainstream media is covering this, which, as you might expect, is just so disgustingly transparent that they're just mm. trying to carry water for, uh, you know, poor Joe and Hunter Biden. They're just, golly, they're, they're the victims, really. Um, so let's go first over to The View. I'm sorry. I just have to. I feel like I need to apologize anytime I play a clip from The, the View I, to, my, to my viewers. I'm sorry in advance. Um, but they, I mean, they're just like, oh, well, they're, they just, I mean, think about all the heartbreak that Joe has suffered. It's just, they're just trying to weaponize his son against him. That's all that's happening. Watch. Anna said the other day, they are weaponizing Joe Biden's son against him. Joe Biden has experienced so much pain and loss. He lost his wife. He lost his little girl. He lost his beau. And, and his other son, son Bo, and, and, and now he has a son who clearly has a drug addiction, and that's why he was offered a diversion program. But it shows that no one's above the law, and so he's, he's pleading guilty, but that still isn't enough for the Republicans. Can I just add one more thing to that? It seems they go after Biden's kid, but yeah. Biden's kid was not in the administration. No. Trump's children were part of the administration. Yeah. So... Stupid. 
You are so dumb. John Carl on here, though, raised some good concerns, and he said he's been flagging this for a while. It wasn't about him being in the administration. It was about him getting a job kind of riding on the laurels for which he had no qualifications. You mean like the last? Yes. Oh, my God. Have you ever have you ever dealt with a group of women this stupid all in one room? I don't understand. How, like, where did they find them? The stupid store? It's not about the uh, it's not even about getting the jobs with no experience. It's not even about that. No. It's about the money mm. that he was sharing and the influence peddling that he was profiting from to have his father. Mm-hmm. Either change policies, push certain uh, officials to do things like fire a prosecutor in Ukraine. It's like, no, guys, it wasn't about being in the administration. And with those women, I can't even tell if they're that mind-numbingly stupid. They are. No, those are. That's what I'm like, yeah, are they, you this? Yeah, are you are. really this stupid? You don't yeah. get it. Yeah, you, you don't get it. It's mm-hmm. not about just Hunter. It's about the partners. It's about the big guy, Whoopi. I want to play one more for you guys to react to. Okay, this is this is also really like make sure you've taken your blood pressure medication. This is just so peppermint's patty. Oh so, yes, poor man's peppermint patty, Jen Psaki, who is now you know an MSNBC host. Uh, she was talking with Senator Claire McCaskill, and she's just like, they're gonna indict him for loving his son. No. <laughs> what, what accusations and arguments do you think they're gonna make, given this didn't go exactly as planned today? Well, they're going to keep doing what they've been doing. Um, They are going to try to indict a father for loving his son who has been addicted to drugs and or alcohol. And without evidence of the father doing anything other than loving that son. No evidence. Oh, my gosh. No evidence of the father doing anything but loving that son. No evidence. Sarah. I think, I think the point you just made, and I really want your viewers not to miss this point, what it's really about. Here's what mm-hmm. it's really about. It's gain of access. Mm-hmm. They paid money, mm-hmm. they being China, our greatest enemy. Mm-hmm. The communists of China that hate America, that want to take us down, paid a vice president's son to get access to the executive branch of the United States of America. Not who, the executive branch. Access to documents, intel on informants and spies, foreign policy, uh, quid pro quo out the wazoo, hiding American corruption generationally in the Ukraine, covering for Zelensky, helping Zelensky become president who was a darn actor, you know, five months before. They got access through the drug addicted son, because that's mm-hmm. how you would do it. Right. You would go to the one with the highest dependency, hook him on prostitutes across the water, get access through him, bribe and coerce his father, put pressure because he loves his son. Right. It was his weakness. Mm-hmm. But they got access to the executive branch. Why is nobody understanding the, 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 the national security disaster? Mm-hmm that this has created. Yes, he loves his son, and because he does, and his son is a numbnut, they got access to, because his father is corrupt. Right. He sold 
America, I think Glenn said, each American for the money, 33 cents on the dollar is what you are worth to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. That's what he gave access to for the amount of money, five to 40 million, who knows what it is, right? This is diabolical. Mm -hmm. You know, Pat, I, I feel like my dad really loves me, but he hasn't involved me in a criminal bribery scandal where I profited millions of dollars. Not so yet. I'm, I mean, I that mean, could be around the corner. Sweet. You don't, you don't know. Sorry. I can't wait. wait for a contract negotiation yeah. here. I don't know. You, might, like, you may weigh in. I, I didn't realize that that was, that, that was all that there was to it when you talk about loving someone. And let's not forget, it's not just loving his son. He loves the money, too. Yeah. He loves the millions yeah. of dollars that he was paid by Ukrainians, by the Chinese. I mean, there's a lot of evidence that he... he Benefited to the tune of millions of dollars, mm -hmm. millions of dollars. So don't give me that this is about the love of his son. It just, uh, it drives me out of my mind. I, my head could explode listening to these people. But you could argue, you could argue, and I will do this, okay? You could argue that he's even in the position he is in because he played ball. Yeah. For the party. Yeah. That, the, that he is even was the chosen one and elevated to be the one to run for office from a bunker mm -hmm. from nowhere because historically he played ball for the party. Gave access, moved when he needed to move, blocked and tackled his, his whole career. So, so no, this is the American people that, that we are not in an absolute outrage over this. We joke about the cocaine in the White House and all that stuff, but really the real... It, the real issue here is it's, he is a national, the president of the United States is a national security risk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget the coven, you know, at The View said that, that he, plead, <laughs> he pleaded guilty. No, no, he didn't. Yeah. He, he didn't oh my do that gosh. either. Right. Right. That's enough. Yeah, he, he did. He pleaded not guilty. Yeah, he did. Uh, so uh, he may still down the road somewhere do that. but uh, Only if he gets the sweetheart deal that he was promised. Right. But no exactly. one is above the law. And they'll probably work that out for him, too. Yeah. 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 No, one's no, yeah they're like, well, but that's proof right there that he's not being treated differently. Oh, yes, because I'm sure if me or you guys or anyone out there uh, was accused of all of the tax charges, all of mm -hmm. all of the federal gun tax charges. crimes, the gun charges, the all Act, of the things that he was accused of and they had proof of, I am totally sure that they would give me the same sweetheart deal. Absolutely sure that, yeah, that's going to happen. Sunny. <laughs> All right, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. But we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So, um, look, if you are one of millions of Americans, you just live in pain and it's just always with you, it's always nagging at you. Maybe it makes you a little bit more impatient with your spouse, whatever the case may be. Um, it doesn't have to be that way, actually. You need to try Relief Factor. It's worked uh, for me. It's worked. Pat, have you taken it? Mm -hmm. It's worked for Pat. It's worked for Glenn. It's worked for so many of us at Blaze, which I, I guess maybe, like, goes to speak more about like our ages than I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> we're all old and we hurt, but we don't anymore because of relief, relief factor. Uh, so it reduces pain by actually targeting the inflammation in your joints, which is oftentimes, most of the time, the root cause of your pain. So it's not gonna do something that's just gonna mask it. And then after it wears off, it's gonna hurt again. You know, you're like rub lotion on your, like, oh my gosh, it feels hot and then it feels cold. That's great. And then it goes away. Don't do that. All right, try Relief Factor. Try their 
three-week quick start. It's $19.95, and 70% of the people who order it keep ordering it because it's working for them. The odds are in your favor. It will work for you, and it can be life-changing. You can go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start over at relieffactor.com. Another detransitioner has filed a lawsuit. This one is for $1 million due to permanent disfigurement. This is Soren Aldaco. And uh, she says that uh, she is suing those who facilitated and botched a life-altering, duh, double mastectomy that left her with permanent disfigurement and profound psychological scarring. Um, so she says that she discovered transgenderism online. Shocker identifying as a boy at age 11 and beginning hormone replacement therapy at age 17. Uh, she is 21 now. And um, this is actually, this lawsuit is in Texas, but it's fascinating. Um, it alleges that uh, she started, as she started her gender uh, transition, age of 17, 2019, under the recommendation of this particular doctor, this is Dr. Del Scott Perry, uh, did not consult her parents or inform her of potential complications, prescribed cross-sex hormones at an excessively high dosage, and the lawsuit claims that he built his list of clientele by attending meetings for transgender children and their supporters. From the lawsuit, it says Perry attended most meetings and was the cross-sex hormone provider for most of the children and adolescents who frequented the group. But don't worry. It's not about the profit for these doctors. They really, they just care. They just want children to feel like they're in the right body. That's all they care about. They're the ones with compassion, right? No, they're literally going and stalking out groups, mm -hmm. support groups for these children so that they can add to their list of clientele. Okay, cool. Uh, allegedly, this doctor also encouraged uh, her to take outrageously large off-label doses of testosterone without properly discussing her mental health issues and the risks it poses to biological women. And um, I just, this is just infuriating to me. Good for her for suing. Um, I want to play a clip of a little clip of a special that she did where she talks about the surgery that she had to undergo to repair her breasts after she had a bunch of uh, blood clots after her double mastectomy watch. I could not have wrapped my head around what it would be like for them to cut my incisions back open and manually drain blood clots from my chest cavity until I lived through that, until I was on that hospital bed having it happen to me. At the time, I thought I was gonna die. The wound was getting infected and no one seemed to really care. I think that nobody will understand the complications uh, that come with these procedures and these treatments until you experience them. This is the only way, the only way yep. that this stops yes. is through lawsuits. Yes. Mm -hmm. The only way. These doctors only care about money. Threaten them mm -hmm. with going bankrupt and they won't, now they, they will still be evil, but they won't do it well, they won't have for access. risk of, of, yeah. of, you know, being sued. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. The only thing I don't like about this is it shouldn't be one million, it should be 10 million. Mm -hmm. yeah. Million's not enough, okay? Because that's a lifetime, a lifetime of trauma. And even now, living as a woman again, altered voice, mm -hmm. I, shameless plug, Monday my show drops, I had Jeff Tooley on my show yesterday. He's a detransitioner, lived 20 years as a woman. He told me yesterday, 
The doctors filled out his forms for him, oh the gosh. consent mm -hmm. forms. After his operation, he was in a back room of a doctor's office, got no, no post-op treatment, had, had a, a septic set into the incisions, like this girl, had to go back for multiple surgeries. There was no follow-up, no follow-through. And then he said, Yaku, why is nobody talking about ROGD? And I go, what is ROGD? And he goes, rapid onset of gender dysphoria, and they are mm. introducing it, mm -hmm. and they rapidly mm -hmm. move them through the program where, like, she's, like she said, nobody told me about the potential complications, what could happen, what the surgery is gonna be. It's like, sign here, we'll finish the documents. Tomorrow you're breastless. Hey, let's mm -hmm. pump you full of hormones and things, and there's no consequence, no regulation, mind you. Where's the medical board? Where's the Texas Medical Board? Who's, who's reviewing this? Who's, who's got oversight over this? So I say one million, not enough. 10. Yeah. Maybe you don't get 10 out of him, but you take everything he's got. I mean, you, you fire sale every computer, the house, the car, everything. You bankrupt this guy, you help this child, and then make sure this guy doesn't have a medical license to ever see another patient ever again. Yeah. How old was this man when he made the transition? He was, well, unfortunately, the transition was onset through rape and that kind of stuff. He was seven when it was forced upon him. He oh, was 11 seven. when he transitioned with hormones. Oh and then oh the surgery gosh. happened when he was 17. Oh. And he transitioned oh. back in his late 40s. Wow. And he's a man again now, but. Wow. He'll show, he, he, but there's permanent. Yes. Pat, Pat, he says it's such a lie. He said, Yaku, our community will tell you it's such a lie. They, they mm. can't even be sexually active. He's like, they're lying to you. And then he goes into the trans community mm -hmm. and he goes, hey, these drag queens, they're not trans. None of them, Yaku, mm -hmm. they're frauds, they're fakes. He says, they're bisexuals, but they won't say that. They're just perverts mm -hmm. who on the weekend want to mm -hmm. dress and dance for children. It's a riveting interview from the inside. And then he says, and by the way, I was trained, he, I was trained by, by the LBGTQ as a, as an activist, I know the playbook, mm -hmm. I know what they're trained to say and what not to say, but it's horrifying what they're doing to children, Sarah, uh, in, in these gender altering surgeries. It is, it is a hack job at best. Mm. Yeah, and we're being told Literally. that these, these people aren't comfortable in their body, that they're, you know, the, the other sex trapped in the wrong sex when the problem exists in their mind, That's right. not their body, That's right. usually. And there's some problem that you could work through and work out. And certainly by the time you know, you're 18, you know a little bit more, you know a little bit better uh, where you stand in your, in your body and your, and your mind. Mm -hmm. um, but to start transitioning at 11 years old, to, to start admini administering uh, puberty blockers yeah. before y you go through puberty, I mean, these are destructive steps that you're taking in the lives of these people and it's despicable. Think of how your evil. body changes just from puberty alone. Think yeah. of how oh, yeah. a woman's body changes in, in, in not a, a woman's body changes every seven years. Yeah. For men, we've got three major changes in our lifetime. Three major. Women, it's every seven years. There's a radical change in hormones and it affects you. Mm -hmm. It affects women. There's no question. What happens to a woman when her thyroid starts stops working all of a sudden? massive effect on the human body. So we're gonna just jack around with the kids' hormones at 11 and start playing Dr. Mengel like you know Nazi German scientist under Hitler that says, let's just have an experiment. Mm -hmm. Let's cut their breast off and see what that does, right?
You know, the um, I know we have to go to break here in a minute, but the the enraging thing to me is that while the left constantly is advocating to do these things, you have people like Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who went on Twitter bragging about how she signed a bill that bans conversion therapy. What the hell do you think it is that you guys are doing to these children? This is conversion therapy in 2023. You are converting them to a different gender, which cannot be done, by the way. It's not possible. You can't really do it. You are converting them into believing that they are a different gender and you are chopping off body parts. That's right. But you, but thank God Gretchen Whitmer signed a bill banning conversion therapy. Okay. I mean. It's just like. Oh, uh, and I can even they're argue. So, they're but they I can, lack self-awareness. Okay, but also it's a double, it's a double negative here. It's a double whammy, okay? Because that ban against conversion therapy now also says for Jeff, and he taught me about this, once I wanted to transition back, I was not allowed to get help. Oh, of course not. So, so the kid now under Gretchen Whitmer that wants to get out and go, listen, this is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Can, can a therapist help me? The therapist said, well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to be a boy again. The governor said, I can't help you. Mm. C- can't yeah. give you therapy. Can't help you. So it's a double. It's, it's double. It is mutilation. We need to start calling for what it is. It, it is. is vicious, vile, demonic mutilation. Sick. And you're right. He goes to groups to seek them out like a predator. Mm-hmm to hunt them, mm-hmm. to chop them up mm-hmm. for yeah. personal gain. Or probably, probably Perry is a perv. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because it's pretty perverted. Sounds like a psychopath to me. Looks like a psychopath to me. So I, I don't I don't know Could any be. other way to I, I feel. It's pretty perverted to cut did. body parts off of children. And again, and didn't you say no consent to the parents? Not, not notifying the parents? Why is this a common theme? Consent. Because any sane parent would say, um, excuse me, hold on one second. What would we do if a child just one day says, you know what, I don't know if I need my right hand. Right. Mm. right. I use my left for everything. Right. And yeah. A doctor says, you know what, let's remove it right. for you. Right. But it's okay if it's genitals. Yeah. And we're outraged over Islam doing genital mutilation. Right. That's terrible. I mean, right. I think we all agree on that. Why is it okay? Uh, in America. In America. It's not good in the Congo. We frown upon that. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we get all up in arms when they do gender, you know, gender mutilation on girls in the, in the Congo. Yeah. Joseph Kabila, war criminal, mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. under his watch. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take another quick break. And then we come, when we come back, uh, got an interesting story about Ron DeSantis wants to team up with RFK Jr. But... Yeah. Not how you're thinking. So we'll get into that after the break. First, Uh-oh. we want to thank our sponsor, Fume. So cold turkey, you know, I don't know. You might eat it on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. It's called Fume, and uh, they look at the problem in a different way. It's an innovative, award-nominated device that's it's completely natural. Um, so it's like a vape. It's a vape alternative, um, but it uses air instead of vapor, and it has all of these all-natural flavors instead of all of the harmful chemicals. I don't know if you guys realize this. Everyone's like... Oh, 
I'll stop smoking. I'll just vape. You guys have no idea what any of the long-term side effects are of that. And I'm convinced it's probably like worse than just smoking cigarettes. So please stop your vape habit. Use fume. Um, I actually, we had it up here the other day and uh, I had Blake Cress's try it. They've got like maple pepper, white cranberry, all sorts of different flavors there. And they have an airflow dial that you can use, but it's all natural and you can use it anytime you have that craving. So please go try them out. You can go to tryfume.com and use the code NEWS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That is tryfum.com, use code NEWS to save 10%. Fascinating uh, proposal here. I would say. Uh, Florida governor and, of course, Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis stated that he would consider appointing RFK Jr. to lead the FDA or the CDC if elected. Um, So I personally, I'm not I'm not endorsing anyone for president yet. Can I just say that? Or maybe never. I don't know. Um, But RFK Jr. within the federal government at that level, the FDA or the CDC would be absolutely fascinating. I want to play for you a clip of DeSantis uh, with Clay Travis explaining why he thinks RFK Jr. would be a good fit for those particular, uh, perhaps, you know, federal agencies. Watch. Yes, the medical stuff, I'm very good on that. So that does appeal to me, but there's a whole host of other things that he'd probably be out of step with. And so on that regard, it's like, okay, if you're president, you know, sick him on the FDA if he'd be willing to serve or sick him on CDC. Mm. Uh, But in terms of being Veep, if there's, you know, 70% of the issues that he may be averse to our base on, you know, that just creates an issue. Well, of course, um, the left had to melt down over that idea because I think RFK knows too much. So I want to play for you. This is Dr. Megan Ranney, the dean of the Yale School of Public Health, uh, telling CNN that uh, ah, he's not qualified to hold that position because I guess we need to trust the experts instead. They know it all. Sure. Right. Watch. This is an individual who's well known for spreading misinformation about mm. science, about vaccines. Mm. Uh, he, uh, Ron mm. DeSantis there saying he would consider putting him on one of the major <gasps> federal agencies oh, that no. deals with public health and safety. What's your oh, reaction no. to that? So, first of all, he is unqualified. It would be like putting a medical doctor in charge of the U.S. Treasury. Second, as you point out, he's not just unqualified, but Mm -hmm. he's well known for spreading mistruths, partial truths, and frank lies about things ranging from vaccines to antidepressants. (gasps) This is an absolute disservice to Mm. the institution of public health, to the institutions of the CDC and the FDA, who are working so hard to protect the American public And I also have to say, Mm. I note Governor DeSantis's language there about sicking him on (gasps) these esteemed agencies that do so much to keep us safe. Right now, we need to defend public health workers Mm. who are under attack across the country. To even imply that someone like him would be qualified to lead one of these agencies uh, is is almost laughable um, to me. They do so much to keep us safe, you guys. I mean, Mm. they allow all sorts of chemicals and preservatives and additives and carcinogens uh, in your food. Meanwhile, they're banned in Europe, but they allow them in your food. Uh, They allow and in some cases mandate that you be injected with experimental uh, jabs that (laughs) are causing all sorts of things for people. You got Mm -hmm. athletes dropping dead, but... 
They're just here to keep you guys healthy. And how dare you suggest someone unqualified like RFK Jr.? Yes, because we all know someone like Anthony Fauci would be so much better. You mean flip-flop Fauci? Mm-hmm. Flip-flop Fauci. In the same week, this is, this is, Pat, what I was saying earlier, how far we have fallen. In the same week, Vladimir Putin outlaws GMO foods in Russia. Mm. Mm-hmm. He says, we're not going to genetically modify our food. Here, we say, no, 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 no. Anybody that's a whistleblower that maybe tries to tie autism to vaccines, that maybe tries to say that maybe myocarditis, there's a rapid onset that maybe wants to say, can we think about the 72 vaccines for children when Africa has 18? Can we bring some sanity into the building? That guy's definitely not qualified because you said it, he knows too much. When they squirm like this, I tell myself, then that's exactly what we should do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then double sure. down mm-hmm. on black. Mm-hmm. Let's go on that number because they hate it. Uh-huh. The, that's how that immediate reaction, that volatile, convulsive, I can't control myself, all weapons. Now, don't let them do that. So, and then I ask myself whether any other presidential candidate would even consider bringing someone like a RFK. Now, I agree, that guy should never be in the executive branch. You can't, no, I, I right? don't trust his policies but, on so many different things. I also believe you, you let a soldier pick his weapon and you play him where he's strong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he is historically very strong mm-hmm. when it comes to vaccines and foul play by the FDA. And maybe RFK is the kind of di- guy that will say, hey, you know what? From here going forward, vaccines are also going to have to be approved. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be liability on vaccines, haha, because it's not right. approved at the moment. It's a side board, doesn't go through the normal FDA process. It's a wink, wink in the back here, yeah, push this one through. There's no liability. So I like it. I like it. I say make him squirm. I would say um, you guys don't have to affirm or deny, but I would say a 69 year old, almost 70 year old man who is in the condition that he is in, I'm going to trust with my health more than uh, <laughs> any of the other experts I've seen on television. More than Rachel Levine? I would actually, yeah. yes. Huh. Yeah, when it comes to huh. my health, I, I would. Interesting. Yes. I also love how concerned they are about the misinformation and disinformation on vaccines and those kinds of things. They couldn't care less about the misinformation and disinformation on climate change. Mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff is spewed all the just flat out lies like hurricanes and tornadoes are more intense and more frequent than they've ever been. Absolute lie. Absolute stinking lie. They've been wrong about uh, the earth be having, what was it? In 2018, they said the earth had 12 years um, before an extinction level event Mm -hmm. would happen. Now it's down to, I guess we're down to seven years now. Um, And uh, nobody ever said that. Michael Schellenberger went to the actual agency, the IPCC, at the UN and asked the person who was supposedly responsible for that comment. And the guy said, yeah, I'm glad you asked me about that. I never said that. (laughs) That's not what I said. And so they continue that lie. Joe Biden lies every day about the economy. Uh, They don't care about any of that misinformation. He he claims he, he lowered the... The debt, $1.7 trillion, when even the Washington Post says that's a complete bottomless lie. Mm. I mean, it it would be nice if they really cared about lies and misinformation and disinformation, but 
They don't. They don't. Except on vaccines. Well, I love what RFK Jr. said in his town hall recently, which was that they don't uh, they they don't like him. He got hit on social media because of malinformation, mm. which is of course yeah, much yeah. different. That's it's not he that said. he's t he's not that he's not telling the truth. Yeah. It's that they <laughs> right. don't want you to hear exactly. it. Exactly, it's yeah. bad for they them. Created that right. word, he said, for him because of him because of him. Mal like malware, right? That's great. Spyware, right. malinformation. Yeah. Didn't the president of the United States last week say that he cured or his team cured cancer? As we yeah, know, he said, he said that it the yesterday. other day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's great. Well, I mean, to be fair, they did ch they did change cancer as we know it because we've been seeing all sorts of different uh, cancers pop up in unprecedented rates mm -hmm. since they uh, introduced the uh, the jab in the mm -hmm. United States. We have seen that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what he meant. He's like, we cured cancer the way that it was then. You we know made it. a way worse cancer. There's a lot of truth to the lie, Sarah. It's like Satan in the Garden of Eden. Have you seen these pilots who have come out now in their hangars and walked around and literally shot video of their own planes with the chemtrail injections and the chemtrail switch? We're going, hey, I get paid $500 per gallon to spray the air with this chemical. Actual pilots coming out saying, mm. I can't lie anymore. Let me show you the plane and walking around. Look, they've been lying in this country so many things. Mm -hmm. We can start with the FBI for one, and you can just run down the list. I would say RFK knows a little bit about lies mm. in his family and cover-ups mm -hmm. and such things. So no, mm -hmm. look, I think it's bold from DeSantis. It's definitely throwing the left into a frenzy. I mean, he's claiming the spotlight with this. So whether he'll actually do it or not, I don't know. But yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. JP Morgan Chase has uh, abruptly canceled the business banking account of COVID vaccine skeptic Dr. Joseph Mercola's company. This is mm. Mercola Market and the personal accounts of its CEO, uh, Stephen Rye, his wife and the company's CFO, Amy Legaspi. Of course, um, they have the, the the letter here. It just says important information. We have decided to close your accounts, which I Agree is very important information, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just fascinating because they could not give any sort of reasons as to why. And uh, it says that this the decision was made to, they say, unexpected activity and they couldn't give any more information for, quote, legal reasons. So Chase Bank, I've seen that letter before because a, a very dear friend of mine, Nick Vujicic, guy with no arms, no legs. Nick is a close friend. Chase canceled Nick. They canceled a guy only because he's Christian conservative and he's pro-life. Mm. So Life Without Limbs is organization. Wow. I'm on the board. He's pro-life. They gave him 48 hours to pull his money and the letter said, or they, or, or they take it, right? They gave Nick 48 hours with no explanation. Chase canceled him. That was the first time I saw that letter because as a board, I'm on the board, we reviewed it. And so Chase apparently leads the way 
Mm. from a banking perspective to in, in cancel culture. Yeah. Well, it's fascinating because they did give um, they did give a statement and say, for privacy reasons, we can't discuss customer relationships, but we don't close accounts because of political affiliations, and we didn't do so in this case. All right, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, you want to talk about privacy reasons if you're trying to give a statement to a media outlet, fine. If I'm the person who's banking with you, you sure as hell better tell me yeah, what the right. issue is, and they won't tell anyone. Right. How convenient. Yeah, that, I don't see how, how's that legal? That they don't even explain it to the owner of the account. No explanation. And can you actually tell somebody they've got 48 hours or we're going to confiscate your money? They did to Nick. How can that be constitutional? Yeah. I don't think it is, but well, they're I doing it. I don't think it, it is either. It'd be uh, interesting to hear if people would write into your show, Sarah. Wow. Anybody else been canceled mm-hmm. you know, by, by Chase. By Chase. Yeah. And Chase is doing I know firsthand. Read the letter, had it legitimately. That letter, I've seen that letter, like that. He just wow. had a time frame on his. Well, I mean, it's not just, dear, dear Sarah at theblaze.com, by the way, if you have any stories on that. I mean, it's not just that. I mean, we've been seeing this across the board. They had yeah. PayPal mm-hmm. that went through that whole thing. Um, uh, what is the give giving? Give, send, go. Yes, but what is the, was it give, send, go? It was, no, it no, was it GoFundMe. Was GoFundMe. It was GoFundMe. Canadian truckers. Yes. GoFundMe. Yeah, and, not, not give, send, go. Go for it. And they shut all of that down, and nobody got their money back. I mean, yes, they took the money. Yes. <laughs> Confiscated the money. How's that wow. bad? How can you? Come crazy. on. It's crazy. I mean, I mean it, but, but, but again, you have all of these giant uh, corporations, these giant, I mean, tied to your finances, the way that you live, survive. There's one lady who said, uh, an employee who said that she now can't figure out how to send money to her husband who is bedridden with dementia in the Philippines. Oof. I mean, this is, this is life-altering decisions that these financial institutions mm. are making, and they have all of this, you know, legalese, and they don't have to tell you why they're closing your account or leaving you without access to your money, but definitely don't worry, it's not political. But I don't know that they have the right to not tell you or confiscate the money. But what do you do? Now you got to go to an That's individual exact- and say, they go, come sue Chase Bank. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Lawyer up, Exactly buddy. right. Exactly right. So they go do it anyway. So it doesn't matter if it's legal or not. So it's so it's force. Right. They are they are it's extortion and it's force. I mean, so it's it's a it's a bullying tactic. I'd be so I'd be surprised to hear how many they're doing it, too. Um, those are two high profile guys. Nick is a high profile guy. And. And this is a high-profile, guys. I don't know if it happens to average Joe on the street. No, but I think it happens mm. more often than, than we think. Than than we we know. Think. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <sighs> Texas Congressman Greg Kassar went on a thirst strike to raise oh. awareness about workers' lack of mandatory water breaks. Don't now. Say that. Yes, he oh. d- it was it was a struggle, Pat. It was a struggle. Damn. He, I mean, he did not drink mm. water for nine whole hours. Nine hours. Nine whole hours. <laughs> wow, he and might he, have been thirsty. He did have the medics uh, on site to uh, check his vitals every so often to make sure that he was going to be okay. And it was a little tricky for a while. Yeah. But in the end, he pulled through. He's okay. He made it. Oh, phew. He made it. He made it. Let's Ooh. watch Greg. Let's watch Greggy drinking his glass of water after nine grueling hours. <laughs> wow. Look at him drink. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, my gosh. Thank heaven. Is that lady in oh, tears? It's so beautiful. I can't believe he did that for us. So we could have mandatory water breaks because it's not like you can take a water bottle with you everywhere you go. You need a mandatory water break. And I appreciate Kassar shining light on such important issues. I also would like to be recognized because I go on a thirst strike every night. Every night. No. More than more. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Every no. Would you? For how many hours? hours though? At least. At least. Almost as long as. I was going to say more yes. than Kassar. You, you wow. were feisty with me every, there for a second. Every and you know what? <laughs> I don't even have medics there. Oh no. no all by yourself in all the dark. All by myself. Can you believe that? I can't. Brave of you. That's dangerous. Thank you for doing it for your country. You're welcome. I Thank just you. thought that Incredible I would. Incredible courage. What I, I like want to say. What I want to say is these are the kind of powder puff powder cakes. Okay, mm-hmm. that that are in elected office, right? I know. And, and and sometimes they're kicking the GOP's tail. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. These Most kind of, of powder cakes. I mean, come on. And who Let's cares knock if the guy doesn't drink water? I there. don't give a rip. If he would have gone a month, I don't care. <laughs> I w- that's your decision. <laughs> it's your nine it's hours. Your stupid decision. Now, I can't even tell you how many times, like as a busy mom, that I'm like, I look at the time and I'm like. Oh, I haven't drank any water all day. Right. I I need yes. to go do that, right? Mm-hmm. But man, hats off to Greg <laughs> Kassar. Nine Brave. whole hours. We're mm, thoughts and prayers. So <laughs> glad that he made it. Brave act. It was tough, but someone's got to do the heavy lifting here. <laughs> no other one but Greg. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.